Oh, you know, just uh, living the dream. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great. I don't have a giant bottle of wine. <laughs> Neither do I. I have like a third of a hydro flask full of one. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Welcome to Why Do You Like That? Yes. <laughs> and this week we're going to talk about Eileen Wuornos again. Yeah. Yes, I would say the far more sad things about Eileen Wuornos than we uh, didn't really get to learn about in the, in the film. Bruh, what the <laughs> <fuck>? <laughs> Literally, like it's zero to a hundred real quick. She is like like a government experiment to create a serial killer. <laughs> like every single. Yeah, like so for those of you who haven't read the book, this is spoiler central. Um, <laughs> those of you who are not familiar with Eileen Wuornos, read a fucking book. <laughs> Or just, I don't know, Google. I should forewarn that I also, like, deep dove on Wikipedia, so, like, I might be, like, mixing... Okay, great. That's A-okay. I have it pulled up for my own edification, so... <laughs> Perfect. Um, where would you like to begin? Oh, you're driving. Okay, great. Um, do you want to start with her parents that weren't her parents? <laughs> yeah, okay. And that might have definitely, probably raped her? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so... The whole beginning of this of this book, the first several chapters, talks about her home life and her growing up, and how basically no one really liked her, <laughs> um, including but not limited to her parents. But then you soon find out that her parents are actually her grandparents, and that her mom just like pieced the fuck out like after she had kids. <laughs> um, so super. Mm-hmm. Who. <laughs> I didn't know that. He was raised by his grandmother, and he thought that that was his mom, and his sister was his actual mom. Like, the woman he thought was his sister his whole life was his mom. That's crazy town. Yeah. Wait, that's actually bonkers. Like, as far as I know, Jack Nicholson has never killed anybody. Oh, okay, he hasn't killed seven he people? Oh, okay, great. He hasn't kill- actually killed seven men. No. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly on purpose, or, you know, any... Yeah. <laughs> Anything else you'd like to add? Unfamiliar. You know, a few of these I was following, but then the further this got the more more confused I got. So that's where I'm at. Oh, okay. Well, that's rad. <laughs> um, I mean, kind of sounds like Eileen Wuornos. <laughs> Whoa, wild. Um, this has become a Jack Nicholson podcast. I'm not sure how it happened. <laughs> Just a whole season on Jack Nicholson. Sure, go ahead. You figure that out. <laughs> um, did I tell you about what I want to do for my next hosted season? <laughs> You're going to hate me. <laughs> no. <laughs> I respect I respect where you're going. Um, no, I've loosely um, entitled this season Whiny Bitch Movies. <laughs> so, like, just like a bunch of girl movies. Like, 
Mean Girls, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, like 10 Things I Hate About You. Yes, it does. <laughs> they're not, tell me they're not quintessential, like, teenage girl movies. So it relates to teenage <laughs> girls. Hi, hello. <laughs> I think that's more of like an like not that level, but mm-hmm. that sort of like late '90s teen dramedy. Yes, I've I've already have a short list of an entire season of that. Yeah. <laughs> I just mean like how to lose a guy in ten days, one hundred percent. Yeah. Like, like not everything's gonna be akin exactly to that, uh-huh. but like you know, there's gonna be like your John Tucker must die in there and. Yeah, clueless, like shit like that. Yeah. Also, today is October 3rd. Yes, it is. <laughs> Have you ever told you that your hair looks sexy, pushback? <laughs> when? <laughs> Weird. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's funny that you say that, because usually he's like, you should tell Jackson how sexy his hair looks, pushback. And I was like, no, I can't keep saying that. It just gets weirder and weirder the more I say it. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I compliment him and he hates me more. It's weird. <laughs> Big no thank you energy. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Which is not what Eileen Orleans wanted. <laughs> she wanted quite the opposite. <laughs> she wanted anybody. She wanted anyone to like her. So, okay, I know we dance a lot around a lot of uncomfy things on this season already. We do. So, um, here we are again dancing around and <laughs> to talk about sad things yes. for an, at like an actual length of time. Um, but yeah, so <clears throat> the TLDR of the childhood, again, raised by her grandparents, was convinced it was her actual parents for far too long. Um, her brother is maybe her baby daddy. Yes, uh, slash their neighbor. A hundred percent. And then also the um, o- like older couple that lived up the road that everyone partied at their house. She like I think potentially was also raped by that man. Yes, <laughs> straight up. Uh, have you seen the movie Ma? <laughs> no, I saw the trailers for it. Okay, it's not a good movie. Don't watch it. Okay, great. Um. <laughs> Megan, I love you to death. She made me watch it. Or no, it was Mackenzie. No, Mackenzie. Mick. Mick Kenzie Garcia. Uh, Mackenzie Weber, I don't think, would put me through this. Um, <laughs> I mean, she was very excited to watch Cats. Uh, she was. <laughs> but she loves a good musical theater moment. <laughs> Today she told me all of her feelings about Hamilton, and I couldn't keep up. <laughs> well, okay, so like, I guess she said that she, like, hated, hated, hated it before she watched it, and then it was, like, she didn't like the music. But then she was like, I'll give it a chance. So she watched it. Still wasn't like a fan, but now is like obsessed with the songs. So yeah, context is key. I guess so. Um, I haven't seen it yet, so I can't really speak to any of it, but neither here nor there. I'm not also not a huge musical theater person. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Anyways, um, all of that happened. Um, and then like her mom is like briefly back in her life for like five seconds and then yeets herself out of it again. Yeah. <laughs> Moms are a real big piece of shit. No, me either. <laughs> like, here's the thing. If I, 
like pawned off my kids and my parents, heated myself out into another state, and then found out that my kids were what my kids were. <laughs> I don't think I. Right, I think I would be like, yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> Yeah, like, it's going to be a no for me, dog. Yeah. Again. <laughs> if anyone, if you've learned anything today, that's hopefully the lesson. <laughs> I feel like this kid's going to grow up to be an italics monster. Ha 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 ha. Anyways, um, on that note, so she starts prostituting at the ripe age of, like, I think 12. <laughs> so she was... Yes, so she gets raped the first time when she's 11 and then starts having consensual sex by the age of 12, from what I understand. Um, And then what's, again, not clear, because I don't think anybody truly knows, is that either her grandfather, her uncle's friend, or her brother are her baby's father. At least that's what I gathered. Uh, She had was about to turn 14 when she gave birth, I believe. So, fuck. Like, I, like, one of my aunts was 14 when she had her first kid. I truly could not imagine, like, in general. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, like, thinking about that now, I'm like, hmm, I'd have a 12-year-old, or 13-year-old right about now. No, thank you. Could you imagine that? No. mm No. <laughs> I mean, sorry to all the child pe- people with children out there. But, uh, <laughs> I'm not. You made your choice. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, but yeah, so that happens. She gives up her child for an adoption, which I believe is probably the best choice, and you know, for all intents and purposes. Oh, yeah. yes. Um, and then yeah, because like her family is like big mad, yeah. and then they're like, "Well, you can't stay here because like use a hoe." Yeah, so she lives in some cars, in and out of the woods. <laughs> yeah, um, stays at like some couch services, couch surfs at some friends' houses. You know, just your typical teenage antics, I guess. Um, I mean, I guess your typical six, sixties, seventies teenage antics. So yeah, like sixties, mid sixties antics. Um, but. You're right. I can't math. <laughs> I can't. You're just too dumb. <laughs> I can't let it go. You're an actual moron. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I don't do math. We've discussed this <laughs> at nauseum. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> great. So we'll fast forward a little bit. She gets a little older. Gets into a lot more trouble. Um, they keep making this like comparison in the book that she is forever like a Jekyll and Hyde like I think they like said it like I wish I had taken a tally but like I noticed it like five or six times yeah. <laughs> and I was like that she quite enjoys yeah because she uses it a fuck ton but like I don't think it's necessarily wrong because people like generally kind of liked her yeah, like, she's relatively likable until she's not. Yeah. <laughs> Which, again, I don't want to, like, 
go into like a whole thing about mental illness and borderline personality disorder because that's not what this is about and that's not <laughs> the soapbox I'm willing to get on. Oh, perfect. I can't wait to hear all about that. <laughs> um, how did it go from Guillermo del Toro to that? <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to tell me. <laughs> Never heard of it. Perfect. Excellent. Love that for us. Yes. I had to like really think about that. Yeah. I know, and I'm sorry. I didn't mean for the subject matter to be like quite so heavy, except I did. But this is what I truly enjo- enjoy. Yeah, so. <laughs> Damn. I'm just kidding. You're great. Thanks. Wow. Um, so she gets her first run in the law when she's 18 uh, for a DUI and for having a, I think, unregistered firearm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she's never not registered or not arrested without an unregistered firearm. <laughs> um, is she like Han Solo? Please elaborate. How how is Eileen Wuornos? I don't. Well, I don't know enough about Star Wars, so that's why I'm like I don't get it. <laughs> why are you looking at me like that, Zachary? He's just about. Probably for sure his him, himself. <laughs> his self. His own goddamn self. Um, so one thing I did want to bring up. Yes. So when Eileen's brother dies and she gets a $10,000 chunk of life insurance. <laughs> and then it immediately, immediately blows it in six months. In 1970s money. <laughs> like, that's a lot of fucking money in 1970. Like, let me let me actually really quickly find out what ten grand in... Probably. Um, 1970s money to 2020. <laughs> Oops, 10,000. <laughs> so $10,000 in 1970 would be about 67,000 today. Could you imagine blowing that much in three months? Yes, yes, I could. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not going to ask the question I was going to ask. Never mind. <laughs> um, it was going to be, how would you spend $67,000 in three months? But then I... Question mark? Okay, so you're saying you could blow this in a weekend. <laughs> you know... I feel like we've joked many a time about this being a Fleetwood Mac podcast, but we bring it up far too often for. Fleetwood Mac forever. <laughs> the most fascinating band in the history of American music. <laughs> Fast forward to the years 2025, we actually have a whole ass season about Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> like you're in a room with your ex husband singing a song about how much you love fucking your new boyfriend. I don't know, I think it's kind of a power move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, and he has to sing the song too. I think it's great. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you say it like it's a bad thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, I hope that if we were divorced one day, I'm looking at Zach when I say this, that we would be that close so we could have that kind of relationship. You'd walk in and you're just like, like stewing and hating yes. 
Yes, and then Zachary talking about all of the passionate love he's having with his new boyfriend. Yeah, I really hope that's my future one day. <laughs> oh, used to. <laughs> oh, that's when it got weird? <laughs> nothing before that has... Nothing before this exact moment in time has bothered you? <laughs> no? Yeah, once I got that boyfriend, things just got weird. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to fast forward a little more to... Um, so, Eileen has the love of her life, who I believe was named Barry, if I'm not mistaken. Or, I think Barry's the name she ended up using for him. Yeah, this is not Christina Ricci. No, it's not. Um, but then, not very long after she has this, you know, heart-wrenching breakup. And by not long after, I mean, like, within, like, three years because <laughs> that's how long I guess it took for her to get over this one. Crazy. Right? I mean, she is crazy. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, I oh, mean, right. yes, allegedly, because we're not trying to get sued <laughs> by anybody. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck, I'd be so pissed. <laughs> like, if, like, of all the people to come after us, actually, it'd probably be fucking Carol Baskin. Oh. <gasps> <laughs> I mean, honestly, <laughs> I think this is a great opportunity. Yeah, we're probably pretty low on the totem pole of people so she's gonna sue. <laughs> or dance really, really like mediocrely in front of us. <laughs> I might have. <laughs> I had to see. It was a train wreck. It was bad. That was very funny. <laughs> Did you hear about that? I'm sorry for their loss. Yes. Um, for anyone's edification um, that doesn't know, Carol Baskin is on this season's Dancing with Stars. Um, her late, question mark, husband, missing. Yeah, who knows? Late slash missing husband's family. Yeah, yeah strange. There we go. Um, that she definitely had nothing to do with. Um, her His family took out an ad during her routine on Dancing with the Stars basically asking for his like coming home the, Zachary this is for your edification your, the face you're making is appropriate yes <laughs> while she danced to Eye of the Tiger <clears throat> I can't make that up it, it's pretty great we want Dawn back basically and then it cut to her dancing to a song about tigers tiger. yes Yeah. When you pay the tiger. <laughs> and she's continuing to make more money. So, and here I am talking about her again. So I'm done. <laughs> I'm, I'm done giving her her 15 minutes, I guess, for now. <laughs> Until I have another reason to bring her up. Um, anywho. <clears throat> so she gets over this man after a few years. Well, I guess she's still not over him. And then meets... And she meets Tyra Moore. Yeah, she's over it. Um, Eileen meets Tyra Moore, a hotel maid, and at, at a at a gay bar. And this is where the movie where the movie begins. <laughs> um, however, what the movie did not tell us is that this was a multiple year long like relationship, not just like a summer fling, like we're led to believe. <laughs> I guess how long 
Um, it doesn't seem to take place over very long. Um, like when, yeah, I figured it was a couple of months. Like when she first picks her up, she's like, oh, just give me a week. And then she has the first murder and then, and, <clears throat> and then she has her first murder. Which I won't even call murder, like, self-defense. Right. Like, if, and I'm going to say if it happened, like she says it did. So, and cause I don't know how much I believe her. Right, why would she lie? She has no reason to lie. Um, not one. Not a one. Um, especially because <clears throat> the last... Th- I mean, okay, I feel like we've like joked about this before. This book is very long. Yeah. It has a lot of detail in it. Yeah, but I. Th- the reason we're a week late on this episode. Yeah, it's a thick boy. It's a thick bitch. It's me, I'm the reason. <laughs> yeah, I get this text. Yeah, this isn't happening. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean it's not happening? Yeah, this book's too fucking long. Okay. <laughs> I was like, do you want a couple of days? Like, no, I need a whole ass week. <laughs> okay, great. Got it. Totally noted. <laughs> um, but, yes. So, basically, the first murder takes place. Oh, sorry. I, I sidetracked myself. So, in the movie, it leads us to believe the time between, like, the first murder and then, like, her, like, oh, I'm going to get a job and, like, be a... <laughs> yeah, be... um you know, not a sex worker, you know, and whatever. Um, it's about a week span of time. Yeah, well, they, they make you want to sell that that happening was the... Right, the catalyst for her to stop doing the sex work, which is, you know, neither here nor there. Um, so, Eileen, in real life, murdered seven men within 12 months. <clears throat> Whereas in the movie, I feel like it definitely makes it seem like it's more like a three to six months period. Like, I don't think it seems like it's a year long. Um, the first one arguably is self-defense again, if you believe her story, which I don't know if I do. Like, I, I know, like I want to believe it, but I just don't know. So basically her, right, right. Cause she'd been doing this for so long. She always had a gun on her. Um, so, you know, it's possible that maybe she just had like, she snapped you know, or maybe something happened. Um, so she claims that, as the movie tells, and and this is also the like real life version that she tells, anyways, is that she was uh, raped, sodomized, and then like left for dead, and then she, yeah, bound to the car, and then like she escapes and shoots him like three or four times, and then like dumps him in the woods. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, like honestly, it makes no sense. Um, I mean, what else would you do with a dead body? I mean, why do we even have woods? The fuck if I know. I mean, also apparently for, you know, young pregnant mothers to live in. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to defer that question. I'm not going to tell you what I would do with a dead body. <laughs> Damn. Just in case. Foiled again. Um, <laughs> um, she continues to kill several other men that she also claims that all of them were in self-defense. That's where my... Yeah, like, it, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, here am I, who, who am I to cast judgment on someone soliciting a sex worker? However, you know, at the same time, if you're soliciting a sex worker, like, odds are you're not the most savoriest of per- people. Yeah, and again, like you said. I'm also overly generalizing. No. And we're only going off of what Eileen has said. She, I, I almost had us read an autobiography that she wrote, but... <laughs> 
I also heard it's very all over the place. <laughs> um, so if you would like to do that on your own reading, I can <laughs> definitely suggest it. But I was like, I'd rather have something a little bit more objective. <laughs> yeah, like I, the the reviews are kind of like it's a high key a shit show. <laughs> I mean, that would be me if I wrote an autobiography. It would just be like a bunch of stick figure drawings, like, <laughs> really crudely drawn cartoons. <laughs> And then this happened. <laughs> yeah, it's a graphic novel of my life written entirely in stick figures. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> Excellent. Because I am five. <laughs> Perfect. Love that for me. Um, so, anyways... While all of this murdering is happening, apparently, allegedly, yeah, she's killing it. <laughs> um, her girlfriend's at their hotel <laughs> or apartment or wherever they're staying at the time. It kind of they bop around a lot. Do like long-term rentals, yeah, before Airbnb was a thing. <laughs> it depends. Um. I've heard of people staying in them for, like, a month plus at a time. Um, so, someone I follow on Instagram stayed at an Airbnb in, like, I want to say, like, Seattle for, like, a good, like, month or six weeks to decide if they wanted to actually, like, move there. And that's a lot of money to spend to, like... Right, like... (laughs) I mean, I guess if you're, like, a Instagrammer and that's your job, you can kind of just pack up and move wherever, but, like... (laughs) <laughs> right. Be- Neither. <laughs> um, if we have normal people jobs. Can't relate. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I've been known. <laughs> um. Anyways, <laughs> but no, like, and, and like Airbnbs are like low key expensive. So like to stay one for like a long time is like I feel like not the business and like not a move. My friend moved from. He was living in New York for a while. Oh, that's wild. And he and, I don't know who he was with. He was either a woman he was seeing at the time. Mm-hmm. But they, like, stayed at a few, like, Airbnbs in, like, places they wanted to stay at. Oh, that's fun. He one, I want to say, in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. But he was, like, telling us stories about staying at this place for a few days, and it was high-key haunted. No, thank you. Like, the stories he has to tell are fucking wild, and it was just for the few days he stayed. That's actually really nuts. Yeah. No, thank you. That's the other thing about Airbnbs. On a funner one. Great. Great. Um, <laughs> glad to hear it. Um, <laughs> I forgot what my train of thought was going now. Oh, um, Eileen and Ty. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad I really got there. Um, so yeah, she falls head over heels for this woman, um, Tyra Banks, uh, Tyra Moore, <laughs> who is uh, Christina Ricci in the film adaptation. Um, I don't know why they changed her name. Isn't she like a composite? Yeah, so it's like a composite of a few different people in her life. So like, allegedly Leah had, had some other girlfriends, and like I think also she's supposed to be a composite for like 
potentially the guy, other guy that she had dated that like broke her heart. I think um, I read a few different things and like they're not all super clear as to who, but like Ty is the main influence. Um, and again, for anyone that hasn't read the book, I'm using the words they're the names Lee and Ty interchangeably for Eileen and Tyra because that's all the book refers to either of them as for the most part. So um, just throwing that out there. Um, but in it, like just like the movie, she turns on her. Um, but I was. I was a little bit surprised because I didn't realize that she had, like, came and gone so many times in between, like, all of the shenanigans. (laughs) Like, she went back to her parents for a bit. She went and stayed with some friends for a while. Like, I don't know. The whole thing just sounds goddamn exhausting, to say the least. Like, no thank you. (laughs) Mm-hmm. No, much less years, like, actually, like, your whole life. Yeah. Like, nothing about her life was, like, I don't want to say, like, nothing about her life was easy, because it wasn't, but, like, nothing was simple. Yeah. <laughs> Everything was a production. Everything was... It makes me appreciate what <laughs> coddle privilege while maybe boy I am. <laughs> yes. Um, no, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, especially because it's just, like, I also think growing up in the, you know, 70s is a whole different fucking thing. Zachary, what are you doing? Yes. He's... I have not. Oh, good, dear God. <laughs> what aren't I doing? Um, anyways. <clears throat> okay, before this becomes more of a shit show... Um, lingering thoughts on Eileen, Mur- Eileen Murdos. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just a very sad story. It's yeah. Almost like, like I said at the beginning, like somebody did some sort of science project on how to create. Like the saddest type of human being. Killer. Yeah, just like taking a person from already like probably a questionable mental health just yeah. genealogy. Yeah, because <laughs> that was one of the things I was gonna ask. Possible. Like worst case scenario. Yeah, and god damn it, it did. <laughs> um, yeah, no, like, her life is was seriously wild from start to finish. Like, there was at no point where it was anything boring. And, you know, I think she needed a little bit of that. <laughs> Poor Eileen. Like, I mean, and I, the book, you know, kind of poses this question, and I don't want to get too, too much into it, because it's like, oh, there's obviously, like, more to it than just, like, a yes or no question, but, like, do you think it was, like, more of a nature or nurture thing, or, like, one or the other, or, like, truly, like... I think it's hard to tell with her, because mm-hmm. nurture is already so intense, and there's no way of knowing, like, right. what she would have been like otherwise. Because <laughs> we're not talking about, like, one instance, or no. here, or anything like that. We're talking about just, like, a life and shit. Yes. <laughs> truly. Yeah. Um, I think that was a great way to put it. Um... Oh, I thought it was thoughts and prayers, but like T H O T S. I've already been told I can write the foreword, and I can't wait. <laughs> oh God, gotta get those Twitter fingers ready for that. Um, 
so um i'm gonna like skim over kind of all of the trial shit um basically the tldr is that like kind of in my opinion i feel like everything was like kind of cool until um until ty got involved and then she was like are are you sure you're not recording any of these phone calls are you sure that we're kosher like are you sure we're good and then she figures it out like in the movie she's like oh fuck like i'm screwed yeah but like in the movie like you know obviously she it's more of like a coddling relationship like oh i would never let anything bad happen to her like i'm gonna take the fall for her whereas in real life it's more of a like she tried to bring her down with her kind of in the trial um but without also making her culpable like it wasn't like it was just she just kept saying like over and over she knows more than she's letting on like she's just lying to you like she's you know an accessory after the fact so i just thought it was weird that like she like was holding on to that to like make the one person that she did actually care about like suffer so i thought that was interesting but um but yeah so they wouldn't actually let her uh, what do you mean (laughs) (laughs) they wouldn't they wouldn't let her plead insanity um and they think that she basically skewed her own results to try to make it seem like she was more insane than she was. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they did have her take a, like a psychopathy, um, like test. And she got like a 34 out of 40, I think. And then, um, anything between like 25 and 30 is consistent with like being a psychopath. But we all take that test. I took an abnormal psychology class at UBC. Really? I have not taken one of those. Maybe I'll do one of those after the podcast. I'm not gonna do it on the air. <laughs> not gonna. We should. <laughs> Maybe as a bonus episode. We should. Great idea. <laughs> oh no! But um, basically, they ask like um, things that are reminiscent of like antisocial or interpersonal like personality disorders, and uh, they think that she like was like skewing her results to make her appear more insane than she actually is. So... Which we would all do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fucking A. <laughs> like, oh, I can, I can maybe get off. I'm going down for this. I'm gonna look like the giantest whack job. <laughs> and all did come full circle with Joaquin Phoenix. Wow. Uh, <laughs> and on that note... <laughs> Next week, we're going to talk about Ted Bundy. No, but I just wanted to, you know, make it all come full circle. We had a conversation about Joaquin Phoenix, and we talked about Joaquin Phoenix for the first, like, ten minutes of the podcast. We talked about ten things I hate about you, which is Heath We also talked about Joaquin Phoenix. Where? When? <laughs> we At the very beginning when you were like, oh, like, he didn't have parents either. He lived with his grandma. I'm high. <laughs> I am not high. Whoa. <laughs> I just can't remember names for jack shit. Tune in next week when Jamie 100% takes this test. <laughs> I really just can't remember names for anything. Wow. I was close, right? No. no not even. Not no. Even. I mean, they were both jokers. Yeah. That's, I, think, I think that's where my wires got no, crossed. No, 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 no. 
<laughs> no, I'm just an idiot. <laughs> Don't I think I just, I think I'm single right now. I think I just got a divorce. I think Zach just divorced me. My favorite part, though, was, like, your absolute... Uh, I was 100% like, certain. And I was <laughs> doubling down. I doubled down, and I was wrong. Wow. Well... Yeah, next week we're going to talk about Ted Bundy. Yeah, um, now that my fallacies have been um, caught on tape again <laughs> for the umpteenth time. Um, next week we're going to talk about Ted Bundy and um, that movie on Netflix, which has a long name that I can't think of what it's called. Uh, it's like Shockingly Evil and some other shit. <laughs> um, I don't, I, I'm actually not 100% sure what it's called. It's like Shockingly Evil and like something other... Uh-uh, I have it up. No. It's extremely wicked, shockingly evil, and vile. That that one. Hey, bad title. It is a bad title. <laughs> like, if nobody could remember it. Fuck off. Bad title. Yeah. Whoever was in charge of that, you can uh, go figgity figgity fuck yourself. <laughs> Anyways, we are going to talk about that next week. Thank you, and goodbye.